Good morning, David Zeritsky for the Bond Experience. Welcome back. You may hear a slightly more robust roar of the engine today in this podcast. That is because I'm driving the 2006 Vantage V8 Aston Martin. It is my, uh, I, I've talked about this before, it's my therapy. It's a beautiful day. Hey, look, I get to give a weather report for a change. Beautiful day. It's going to be almost 80 degrees. No sign of rain. No sign of construction. 35, 40 minutes commute in. And I've got my my bliss. My combustion engine gas guzzling V8 Vantage. Which transforms me for a moment. For a moment. For a few minutes. Into James Bond slash David Zeritsky. Mostly James Bond. A little bit of David Zeritsky left when I'm driving this. But I, I figured I'd, what a perfect time to talk to you. And uh, we are, we are creeping steadily. What a, what a word. We're creeping steadily to a holiday weekend, whether you celebrate Passover or Easter, it all falls smack on top of each other this year. And uh, that means one thing, people. No, not ham. Love ham. Not Cadbury eggs. Love those too. Not matzah, meh. No, it, it, it actually means family. You're going to be seeing family and friends. And, you know, one of the things I was thinking about this morning as uh, we're having family over for the holiday weekend is what your family thinks about your James Bond passion, your James Bond habits, your fanaticism, potentially, as it revolves around what we are, if you're listening to this. And I, I've been very fortunate. I'll, I'll talk about me first. Me. Uh, I've been very fortunate. I've been raised, born, bred around James Bond. So I have evolved into the character you're listening to right now with my family. So my, my children know me as the James Bond guy. They, they know that dad will be watching a James Bond movie or doing a James Bond video or James Bond picture or you know, wearing James Bond clothing. It doesn't even become part of the conversation. It's, it's become what I call white noise. It's just part of the surround sound of my life. So it doesn't become a topic of conversation. And very rarely will I say to my kids, for example, hey, let's put on a Bond film because chances are they've seen them all. They've talked about them. They've been in my videos. My wife is <laughs> similar. She's been part of the ribbon. Um, not so much kicking and screaming, I don't think, although she's not here to defend herself. Uh, into the world of James Bond, we've traveled the world. We have great friends and great couples that we've been with because of Bond. Uh, great things have happened to us from an event standpoint because of James Bond. We've lived an incredible life. Uh, no small part in due to James Bond. So it's it's been a wonderful ride, and she is... It it does it an injustice to say she's just tolerant of James Bond because she doesn't sit there and go, ugh, you know, you're watching another James Bond movie. She knows, she's aware, it's part of my escapism, it's part of me being the affable gent that she knows today. And she also knows that James Bond is an influence to me. It's, It's a part of why I have certain habits, certain proclivities certain mannerisms and she knows that listen the David Zaritsky that she's married to today is a reflection of James Bond and I I believe 
<laughs> Boy, look at me say with, with such confidence as I'm alone in the car. I believe that she's okay with that representation of me. So every now and then she'll know that I want to watch a part of a James Bond movie. Not that she'll watch it with me, but you know, as she's getting ready or doing something else, I may be putting on Quantum of Solace and watching a 20-minute portion of it and you know, going down to my collection and enjoying that or getting a box in. And you know, she jokes around with it that every day's Christmas at the Zeritsky household. But she is very accepting of it as well. And you know, she's not one of these uh, bond widows, although she hasn't been, she hasn't gone to the Bahamas event yet. She might feel it a little bit then. Anyway, we'll get to that. But the rest of my family, my mother, who will be with us for the weekend, and, and aunts and uncles, they, they know, but, you know, they're curious. And I don't know, you know, I'm curious to see if, if your family is curious. Like, they're curious. You know, my mom will say, is that a Bond watch? Or is that a new Bond shirt? Or what have you done Bond lately? You know, she's very curious about the world of Bond and how I've intersected with it and what mischief and mayhem and experience I'm dreaming up next. She really gets a kick out of it. It's almost like she's a bit of an audience member, but from a family standpoint. And a part of that, I think, family knows that they grew up with me in a very imaginative world. You know, I loved the world of Star Wars and I loved the world of Indiana Jones and adventure and and sci-fi. And because of that, she knows that imagination and creativity is the well from which I drink from very often. And so she's curious from an upbringing standpoint, seeing me as, as a tot gravitate to all these things how does it manifest itself as an adult? Well, I'm driving in that manifestation. You know, part of why I wanted to get an Aston Martin was to catapult me farther into the world of James Bond. It's been my dream car, literally my dream car. You know, when I created a goal in mood boards as a young executive, I had an Aston Martin on there as my dream car. And I've had, you know, uh, what I call step cars, you know, getting there and they're, they've all been lovely, but nothing's been like my dream. And I think that's what family may realize. And it's a Gustav Grave moment. So prepare yourself, buckle up, uh, living like Bond or making an attempt or even an iconic alternative or a frugal Bond moment. Those are capturing a dream in a waking moment exactly what this is. I mean, that's what even watching a Bond movie is. You're wide awake, right? You're not dreaming, but it is becoming that character or projecting yourself as that character of James Bond, which is why I believe when we don't connect to the Bond in a particular film or his environment, or dare I say an ending to a Bond film that we we can connect with and, and, and get that same swagger, that same feeling, it, it seems disconnected to us. And our family knows that we have these dream moments. A part of those dream moments, and I'll use a Pierce Brosnan moment <laughs> in Tomorrow Never Dies, is from never quite growing up. You know, a Peter Pan syndrome, so to speak, of just knowing that it's okay to have a childish moment. I would be, gosh, what a boring person I would be. What a boring life I think I would have if I was stoic, you know, a bean counter, you know, not gravitating to the excitement, the immaturity that I sometimes feel for James Bond and even just sometimes the way I conduct myself, my very humor, you know, my pithiness, my sardonic, 
itself has been formed and sculpted by moments of James Bond and never taking things overly serious. And it allows me to speak in front of a live audience and feel confident and not feel like there's going to be punitive damage, like a henchman is going to take me out because I'm confident enough that I will survive, right? I will be resourceful just like James Bond. So we borrow these moments and I truly believe that family realizes that we borrow these moments successfully. The ones that accept it. The ones that tisk-tisk because you have a corgi car in your desk. Well, you know what they say. You can pick your friends and you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your family. But they are your family. Anyway, just a short one as we roll into the holiday weekend. This has been David Zaritsky for the Bond Experience. Happy holidays to you and yours.